welcome to a new episode of Free Talk. This is Aya. On today's episode, Shani and Josephine will be talking about the 2016 Christian film based on the memoir written by Christy B. It's about the true story of her daughter who had a near-death experience and was cured of an incurable disease. Miracles from Heaven. This movie stars Jennifer Garner, Kylie Rogers, Martin Henderson, John Carroll Lynch, and Gino Debrez, and Queen Latifah. On to the episode. This poor child, she is, um, there's, there's five of them. It's a five, um, they have three girls and it's a mother and father. And they um, basically own a, a farm and he is a doctor, like a veterinarian basically. And he's just starting to run his practice. So they're kind of busy doing their, you know, everyday lives and doing what they want to do. And, you know, one night, you know, um, the mother, as usual, hears like something's going on and she goes and she listens and she hears that her daughter's crying out. And that's basically the premise of the story after that, you know, um, where they have to rush her to the hospital, which is like a parent's worst nightmare, um, rush her to the hospital to find out what's going on with, you know, their child. And they're not finding out any information like it's I can't remember how many times they went to the hospital and every time it's a different issue that the doctors come every time every time they come up it's a different issue and the mother gets so frustrated at one point that she's like okay no we're not leaving that's enough (laughs) you know you need to find out tonight what is wrong with my child that's it that's all and so from there on, it just the movie takes off, you know. And I recommend it to anybody. I don't care if you believe in God or nothing or whatever. Just watch it. It's the first time I saw the movie, and that movie actually made me cry. Miracle from Heaven made me cry, and what I think about that movie, oh my goodness! I mean, there's so many things that I can tell you about that movie. How do you say that? I can put myself into the mother's place. Even though I'm not a mother, I don't have a child, but I do also went through a lot of things that is, you know, I know that without God, I wouldn't be here. So I kind of knew why it's called Miracle from Heaven because there's so many things, trust me, that have happened to my life. Every single day in my life, I ask myself the same question. Why am I here? I tell myself, and my brain keep going backward, back when, since I was young, I'm like, but I could have died like 20 times. Yeah. And why am I still alive? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I go back to the dangers that I've been through, the things that I've been through, and the things that I know that I could have died, and I'm still here today Ooh. in 2021. And I knew it's nothing, it cannot be a lock it's not a lock I know that I believe in blessings and that's it and that's all Mm -hmm. true so really the part that really stood stood out for me the most she knew 
that she is sick. And when she still climbed the tree and she fell in, in the bottom of that tree. And then I'm like, oh my, it's like me because it just right away, memory came back. I'm like, it's almost like me. I just remember myself when I have that one of my problems and it was like me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's almost like me. So yeah, either that you believe in God or you don't believe in God, as you said, it's not for just the believers. Even in the movie, there is un, there's un, unbelievers in it. And it just, you hear what, the thing about that movie is that it's everyday lives. It's everyday life. It's what we go in every day. And it's a problem that we go through every day. It's not a science fiction. It's not something that, is, you know, it's, you know, like Marvel or something that does not, you know, it's out of the ordinary that we don't see. Exactly. It is, it's, it's real life. Yeah. And not only just it's real life, it has happened to yeah. a family. Yeah. And that's why it's better to see that movie because just to know that anything, anything, it's possible yeah. in this world. So for me, what was my most memorable, and it, it, was, it was just a little thing. It was just literally a simple thing. And it was when the two, she was in the hospital and she was bedmates with this other girl who had cancer. I knew she was going to die. Mm-hmm. And just their conversation is just like, it stuck with me. And I'm like, the reason it stuck with me because it was a simple conversation. Mm-hmm. And then when her father came in to visit her and she had to leave to go do her test. And the, the fact that the other girl saying, um, this is what she told me. She goes, dad, I don't understand. We're not, unbe- we're unbelievers, but like, this is what she told me can happen. And I believe that. And she even gave her her necklace. Like, I started bawling there. <laughs> I was like, oh God, sorry, bawling. And I understand how it feels because I was always in and out of the hospitals when I was young, in and out. I was in and out, I swear to God, my whole life until I was about 23 when they finally figured out what was wrong with me. But I mean, like, so I understand like that premise of being in a hospital and not knowing what's going on with you. And, and then I had to do it again with my daughter being in and out of the hospitals, not figuring, you know, still trying to figure out what what we figure out some things, but I mean, still Mm -hmm. trying to figure out other things about what's going on with her. And so I understand that. And what, what it made me think of is that when Samara was at the hospital, when she was young, like we were there, I swear to God, we were there like two times a week. Mm. She went in at uh, five months. She went in at five months and we were there for three weeks. Um, She'd have been in there before, but I mean, this, for this issue, they couldn't figure, they saw something on the, even just a simple ultrasound, they saw something and then they, they had to do like different multiple tests. So we were there for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then at, 
she she grew basically she grew up in the hospital because we were there like every week you know trying to figure out what was going on what could the solutions be um she had to have her ultrasounds done almost every month um mm-hmm. mris whatever and um it got to a point where she was i think four i don't want to lie i think it was four and instead of being like sorry for herself she's like mom i was when i was in the hospital i really wanted to give something to the kids because i was so like sad for them because i know they have worse issues than i do four four years old eh? Mm. and and she's like can i just at least bring them some stickers make them happy i'm like yes go ahead let's go to the dollar store let's go buy stickers i don't know wherever you want to go let's go buy stickers Mm. and let's go so every time she went in the hospital she would have her she would go to the dollar store a couple of days before day before whatever and buy packets of stickers she chose that was her choice. I said, just remember there's boys to it. <laughs> and she'd buy her pack of stickers and just like, as she's in the waiting room waiting for her turn, she'd just go around and say, hey, do you want a sticker? Do you mind if I put a sticker on you? Like, so it, it just, it just made me ball. <laughs> it was so well done, this movie. I don't care what budget it had. Something I forgot to actually look up, but I know he didn't have a big budget, but like still almost one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It is very, very, it was one of the good movies. Really, I mean, I seen a lot. I'm one of the people that watch a lot of movies and I seen a lot of movies, but when it comes to something like this, something like One Miracles, something like, you know, everyday life or true story, Yes. I love, I like it, especially when it ends well. Yeah. Because we all know that not all true yeah. stories end very well. Yeah. But I like it and I love it when it ends well. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons why I love this one. Because some of them, you know, at the end, you cry because you know that it, it does, it won't end well. Yeah. Somebody die or whatever. But this one, it just, it end well. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is nice. (laughs) Well, the reason why I kind of cried at the end because when the father showed up at the church Mm -hmm. and he's, and, and they were having, oh, but I don't believe that, you know, she was really sick and blah, blah, blah. That's when I realized this child was put in place for a reason. There is a reason why she got sick and I, I know people probably didn't see it. Mm-hmm. See the movie? I know a lot of people didn't see the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. you see why the child had to get sick and then, I don't know, fall on a tree and get better. I don't, they're like, what? okay, that doesn't make no sense. No. God used this child as a vessel for a mm-hmm. reason. And it was to connect with the other girl to make sure that she went exactly where she needed to go. Not only her, also her father. Because remember, the father at the end finally became a believer. Exactly. He was an atheist. Yeah. He wasn't believe. He didn't believe in God. No. But at the end, even when those who called themselves the believers was doubting the family, it was the father of the unbeliever yeah. that finally made those 
believers understand. became understood that it really did happen. Exactly. And actually talking about the characters, there, I have a lot of, I at least I can tell you this. I mean, I love all the characters in the one. Everybody, everybody play the what they supposed. <laughs> everybody play very. Oh my goodness, play very good. They were good. They were amazing. Each one of them. But if I have to go with the one that I have, that if I have to go with my favorite. I will start with the child herself. Yes. That little child. Oh my God. She was so good. Like everything that she was acting, I see, I kind of see myself in her. And also, I just kind of see it. That tiny body was so good, even though it wasn't really her life. She really act so well yes she did because you made her you, you it made you forget that she wait a minute you're watching yeah movie. it actually made me feel like it was her yes. who really went through yes. the trouble because she was so good i was when i was watching the movie i'm like this child is unbelievable mm-hmm. i mean i love the mother because the 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 love of a mother is it's really un, it's amazing yeah, a mother would do almost anything for their child. But not even that. She, the way she she's like, no, there's something wrong. Go fix it. This is our fourth time here. This is an acid reflux. Mm. Her throat's raw because she's been throwing up for weeks. Well, mom, I'm the doctor, and that's my diagnosis. So if you'll excuse me, I have the patients I need to see. Excuse me, this is not acid reflux. She's not lactose intolerant. There's there's something wrong with our little girl. Mrs. Beam, you need to calm no, down. No, you, you calm down. You find me another doctor, you run some more tests. I'm not leaving this hospital until I know what's wrong with my daughter. The father, because I know that the mother was kind of mad at the father because of the way he was reacting. But also, this is, this movie shows you the difference between a mother and a father. A father, and especially this one, he support the whole family 100%. 100%. And the mother thought that he wasn't really into, you know, into what is going on. But this father was ready to do anything. It's just that men's reaction is different than women yeah because remember women we are very emotional men show the emotion different ways inside they are dying so that's why in this movie she thought the mother thought that you know the father wasn't really too you know too into it but he, he actually he he said i will work seven days a week so that she can go all the time to Boston. She, so that he can pay the yeah. plane ticket, everything for them to go. And he would he take care of the girls. house. Yeah, and the yeah. house and the two girls, yes. That's what I say, he would take care of the house, including the, the, the two other children. So this is how men show how much they care. <laughs> But the others, like other people, oh my goodness. I love the airport. 
the guy in the airport. Yes, I was I was waiting for that. I love <laughs> I love the guy in the oh airport. I love I, the Queen Latifah. Again. Yep. <laughs> I love Queen Latifah at the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, it's the movie is really, as you said, God make God work in a mysterious way. He put all those people in their ways because without all those people everything would have go wrong yes and everything would have go wrong if I, he did not put them in the right place exactly because i realized the reason why god had to put things into place was because that little girl when she was dying is di like she was dying there's no answers about about that right Mm -hmm. and he, God wanted her and he put everything in place for her to make sure that she came home to him and I just I think it was seamless yes I'm not saying obviously things have bumps and because remember at one point she was like mom when am I going through this just let me die or something like that remember she was she was crying herself in the hospital and I was like no 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 no, no. bawling again <laughs> it's like a bummer's whole movie and I was like no 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 I was like, there, he is so wonderful. I'm sorry. He's just so wonderful. True. So coming to that conclusion, I have a question to ask you. Do you believe in miracles? Every day. Every day, every minute of every day, every second of every day, every millisecond, every, I don't know what you want to call it. Every day. Me, I can tell you, yes, I do believe in miracles. And I believe in miracles in one million, whatever, in infinity, whatever you want to say. And I'll give you an example, the reason why I believe in a miracle. And this is something that I don't think I told anybody except my family. Um, and, and this is not long time ago. This is 2020. It happened in 2020. In 2020, I had an accident, which is just last year, in October 2020, I had an accident. And in that accident, even when I have the accident, even the paramedic, when they came, the ambulance, when they came to get me, they told me I'm one of the most luckiest person alive because I wasn't supposed to be alive. Don't use that word, please. No, no, no. I, I said the paramedic said I'm one oh. of the, the luckiest people. I did not say I said I'm one of the luckiest people. The paramedic said I'm one of the, one of the luckiest people alive because I wasn't supposed to be alive. But I, on the other hand, knows why I was alive. And I'll tell you this. When I had that accident, my car rolled five times down hill a hill five times it rose bang 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 tilt down a hill and it was really really and i remember you know when they tells you when you're close to your death your life flash before you i think i can give give you what i what i think when that accident was happening for some reason, my life did start 
to flash before my eyes. But what I did is like I shut that flash out and I replaced it and I said, God, please save me. The whole time my car was rolling five times and I hear every time it rolls, bang, bang. And the, I, only, I see the only thing I could have seen is just green because I was in the middle of nowhere in the forest. I was really far, three hours from Montreal. And I see just the trees, bang, 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 bang. And the whole time, the only thing it came to my mind is God, please save me. God, please save me. God, please save me. God, please save me. I don't want to die. And then the car ended up on its back. The wheels was facing the top. The top was facing the, the bottom. And then I finally find out that I didn't, that I didn't die, that I'm not dead. So what I have to do is like, I came to my sense that I have to get out because everything was smelling very bad. It was smelling smoke and everything. So because I was upside down, so I have to find my way to, I don't want to untouch myself because I was buckled. I have to unbuckle myself. And when you're upside down, your head is down, your feet and everything is up, you know, your brain does not work the same way. So finally, I figured out that, yes, the buckle is up. So I really actually finally pressed the, the button and I unbuckle myself. I fall down. And then after that, okay, I told myself, okay, now I need to get out of the car. And remember, you know, the open, the handle is not the same place because you're upside down, so it's up. <laughs> So I finally figured out that the handle is up. So I had to open it from the bottom. So I told myself I had to, you know, I have to open it from up. So I finally opened the, the door from up, got out. I took my cell phone and then I called the 911 to tell them that I have an accident. So finally, when they came and they saw my car, the car was completely finished. Even the paramedic is like, you have no scratch. Can you believe it? I have no scratch on me. Not even a tiny little scratch. When they saw that car, how damaged and how really the car is completely destroyed. And the person in the car had not even, did not have even just one scratch. That's where they told me, that's why they told me you are the most luckiest person alive. And they wasn't sure if because, because I don't have a scratch on my body, they probably, they said it probably might be from inside. You probably might breathe in from inside and you don't know. Yeah. So they decided to take me to the hospital and they took me to the hospital at the hospital. I spent the whole night at the hospital. They did all the x-ray or the scanning and everything just to make sure that I'm not breathing from inside. And the doctor came, he's like, you are 100% fine. That there's nothing, no bleeding, no scratch. Four years ago, I wanna say four or five years ago. And I was coming back home. I was, I don't know why I have these issues with cars. Because I'm a, I'm used to be a racer. Right? I used to race cars all the time. Like I mm -hmm. would, I think that's probably why, like the city of Montreal, like lowered the limit because people like, hey, <laughs> anyway, we're not gonna go there. But like, I'm like, you. When I'm driving, I take in everything that's on the road. Doesn't matter if it's on the other side of the highway. Mm -hmm. I'm still taking it in. 
Mm. And I I was coming from Montreal into Laval mm-hmm. and this truck was just doing something. I was like, you know what? We're done. I go back and I stayed back. And then I guess another car realized something was going on too. So he stayed back as well. But another mm-hmm. guy, he's like, nah, I'm going to take off. As soon as he took off, a wheel, mm-hmm. a wheel from the truck passed him. So imagine me and the other guy had mm-hmm. in line with this truck, a wheel from a truck going the speed it's going to mm-hmm. because it wouldn't have been coming from the front, going to the back. It would have been straight through the window. Yep. Exactly. When we come back to the movie where the father was an atheist, right? And mm-hmm. into his child. Mm-hmm. but she kind of had an understanding in her heart mm-hmm. that maybe it's not always like this. Mm-hmm. That's where she was accepting of what the other child was saying. You understand? Well, well a, child, a child usually have a very an open mind. Children usually have an open mind. It it's all depends mm-hmm. of the parents. Yeah. It's not because of the child. A child was born really with an open mind yes it's it depends which family they were born into yeah. it's with a family that they become whoever they are yeah that's why they always say like a mother like a child or like a father like a child because it is the parents that actually really decide mostly either damage them or help them yep telling them to not believe in god you're not helping them. You're damaging them. Yeah. You're actually condemning them to go to, sorry, the word. You're actually condemning them to go to hell because whatever you say to them, that's what they will learn. It's a discipline, discipline from their parents. If the parents show them in the wrong path, they will choose the path unless something happened in their life and which it happened so many times in this life because my parents was also, they used to say they were believers, but you know, you have believers and the believers. And even though they say they were believers, they wasn't really the really believers. So something had to happen in my life to finally believe, finally find out what is a true belief means. So as I said, usually is the parents, is the the parents is the one who has the most responsibility. It's you can either condemn your child to hell or you can save them from hell. And in this part, mm-hmm. I am so happy that that child was actually because they believe the father did not believe has a way it's that child was really going to like a wrong path, but God showed her a way, brought somebody completely outside of the family, brought somebody that was sick to finally, even the moment of her death to save her from eternal punishment. It's the girl, he brought that girl who was sick before she died for her to believe 
to choose God as his savior yep. before she died. Yep. Because I don't want to say it's the parents always, they're, they're, they're not always true believers. But I, what I believe is, again, God used them as a vessel to guide you, maybe. You know what I mean? To a certain point, and then you took over from there. Mm -hmm. That's what I think as well. I'm gonna, I want to talk about my situation a bit because I'm, I'm putting myself out there and I don't really, whatever. I'm just gonna put myself out there. Um, for me, I had problems with my church and what we had to um, go through because I brought to Samaritan church from day one until she was about four going on five. No, say four because I don't want to stretch it. Um, and the stuff we had to go through. And then even from leaving that church, we went up north and we went to the French church, but because yes, I was fully bilingual, but I didn't remember I had lost my French, a lot of my French. So I didn't understand everything they were saying. And for me, as like, it was just being lost in translation. For me, it was like, Samara's having fun. In Sabbath school, Samara's having fun in Sabbath school. But I'm like, okay, I'm kind of understanding everything, but like, the big words, especially when mm -hmm. it comes to the Bible, the big words, I don't know all the words in French, right? So I'm like, mm -hmm. it's, I'm losing, for me, I was just losing tr translation and mm -hmm. I wasn't there. I was there, but I wasn't there because I couldn't understand okay. everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I had to give up. I'm not going to lie to you. I gave up. But mm -hmm. I still believe, I still believe in everything. For me, though, it's more of, Who can I trust? Mm. You know, so that's where my 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 dilemma is. My and because of that, I do see differences because it's my grew up in a church, so she understands the issues. But then she's today's child as well. So mm -hmm. mixing the two is a bit hard right now. <laughs> bit hard. So. Um, that's the issue I'm, I'm having to deal with right now. I'm happy that you brought the church in it because that's another thing that did really mark me the most in this movie. I remember there was a part where the woman, you know, the mother or the family, I say the family, was going through, you know, the, the disease, the infection, the sickness of their child that always in pain and you know she know that you know so many that she feel because they can feel the whole family can feel even the other two children they have to feel they felt what is yeah. going on that their family is changing and yeah. that they're not they not living their normal life yeah and then i remember when they went to church and these people who call themselves the church, you know, that they go to church. The they started to judge the believers. They started to judge the mother or the family that the reason why the child is going through that is because they're sinning, that they're sinners. I'm happy that they show that because yes. truly there is so many churches that are like that. Yes. They think because you're going through so many things, that's me, you have sinned. Take the story of Job 
as an example, Job was righteous in the eye of God, in the eyes of God. He was very, he wasn't, he wasn't a sinner. He was very, 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 he devoted his life to God and he does not sin. He was really righteous. But because the Satan hated him so much, why? Because he loved God, Job loved God so much. And Job did not want to sin against God. So Satan hated Job and he decided he will put Job through hell. So Job can curse God and decide to not worship God. So Job went through all kind of temptation, all kind of trouble, all kind of sickness, all kind of things that it's, it's really unbelievable for the eyes of any human being. So this is one thing I have for, if I have something to say to the church this day, or anybody who think that because somebody is going through something, if somebody is going through something because they have sinned, know that is, is, that is not the truth. Sometimes those who believe in God are the one who suffer, suffer the most. Yes. Because Satan hate them so much. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, you can see how much even the Satan tried with members of church mm -hmm. by telling them because they are sinners. That's why they're going through that. They talk behind them. They say, because you have to change. But she know that they have been doing everything of their own spirit to do the best thing in the world. And really, that is one of the moments that really remarked me because I know churches of this day does that a lot. This movie made me cry. I think it's usually movies usually sometimes do not make me cry. But this movie really made me. There was a time where I couldn't help it. Tears were just coming out. Oh, my God. I just, I just couldn't help it. It was just coming. I'm like, oh my God, really? And the part where make me cry was at the airport when the guy, I mean, everybody was waiting in the line or waiting for the guy. And he's, you know, the father was trying different type of credit card, trying because him and his other two children, they want to go and see the uh, the the daughter that is sick in Boston, and he couldn't even afford anymore a plane ticket for him and his two daughters, and he tried every credit card that he has, nothing was working, and in the airport when that guy, when finally one of the child said, by the time we get there, their sister will be dead already. And when that guy at the airport, the clerk at the airport, actually knew that the card was going to decline, he turned off the computer and said, you know what? I guess something's wrong with my computer. So, you know what? You guys can go. Oh, my gosh. Yep. My yep. eyes, it was just, I, I had no control in my eyes. Yep. Tears were just going. <laughs> Full of water. It was, it was just coming out. Yeah. I'm like, 
oh my god he actually turned off the computer yep. just to let them go through because he knew how oh yep oh my gosh yeah i i and then they they arrive in the hospital and, and then she gets the phone call and she's like um why are you being so mean to your your mother blah blah, blah. why don't you take a shower she's like how do you know i have to take a shower because we're here oh my god <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did love that part, but another part that I really also did like that really made me also cry was when the child said that she wanted to die. Oh my God, yes. And when that child was lying on that bed and she was going through pain and pain after pain, and she told her mother, I want to die because she know when she died the pain was stop if she passed away and i mean the mother said but if you die i won't see you again your father your sisters we won't see you again and we love you so much and she know that her family loves her she knows she said she's like i know you guys love me but i am in pain this pain was unbelievable too much for her that she rather die than stay alive that part when the she break down and the mother break down i was like this is too much for my brain the specialist who yeah. was treating trying to treat the girl yeah. i love him because he makes his patients feel different. He makes his patients feel like, you know, they're not sick. He was funny. He was, he was making them laugh. He was treating them like really his own family. He was a very good doctor. Yeah, he was. And at the same time, the beginning, the one that I didn't, that I did not like the beginning. Was the nurse. No, 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 not the nurse, the doctor, you know, at the beginning when they went to the emergency and the mother said, okay, the girl was throwing up and they brought her to the hospital, ER, and then the guy, the young doctor. Oh, yes, like, yes. I, yeah. I think of him as a nurse because of what he's wearing, but yes, he's a doctor, yes. He, and he said, oh, no, no, and every doctor was saying that she have an acid reflux. The thing, that's why I'm saying sometimes, okay. Yes, it's the same symptom as acid reflux, but you have to check the other things. These symptoms can be anything, can be other different disease, other different thing. I mean, it took the mother to scream, to make, you know, to really get mad yeah. and her to decide that she wants to see the head of the doctors. Yeah. If she did not did that, then she said, okay, I believe the doctors, it, as, and as the, the young doctor said, he said, I am the doctor, so I, I am right. Um, the quote for today is from Albert Einstein. And he once said that there was two ways to live your life. One is through nothing is a miracle, or the other thing is everything is a miracle. So which one do you believe in? Miracles or no miracles? And if so, how how has your 
your life transition through it all, right? I mean, yes, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, it was a fluke. We're not here by fluke. We're here for purpose. What is your purpose? So that's basically where the miracle comes from. Your purpose in here is to do a miracle. What is your miracle in life? Well, as I said, you know already my answer, why my response. To me, everything is miracle. I go with everything is miracle because me, myself, I've been through miracle myself. And as I said, I shouldn't even supposed to be here today if it wasn't God. I shouldn't be here today. So, yeah, to me, everything is miracle. And I have seen so many and the thousands, I mean, not a thousand, but I mean, a dozens of miracles coming to my life. And I experienced so many of them that I can tell you, God, without God, I would not be in here today. I wouldn't even been able to do this episode with you today. I would be gone. And the last one was 2020. 2020, I wasn't even supposed to live 2020. I was supposed to be dead in 2020. With just my accident alone, I was supposed to be gone. So yes, I believe in miracle. And that it's a very long thing. I won't say what I've been through because I've been through so many things. And if I talk about it, we'll be here until tomorrow. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's the story of a Black woman. We've yep. been through so many things that we cannot even start or finish. We can tell well, you listen, the ones a lot that of meant the most to us, the ones we know um, are the most important to us or flash back in our memory constantly all the time. Mm -hmm. um but other than that like there is a reason why we're here there's a reason yep. why we're this strong as black people as black women we are here for a reason and that's it that's it that's all and i accept it i accept it totally i'm not saying it's easy never going to say it's easy but you're here for a reason and i embrace it joining this episode of Free Talk. Miracles are everywhere. You will not see all of them, but they impact your daily lives. Take a moment to be thankful for all that you haven't seen, yet you are here because of a miracle. Until the next episode, bye!